Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. This is the Aurum Consultants uh, podcast. Uh, today, we are going to be discussing about employee risk. Aurum Consultants is a HR and risk advisory firm, and we specialize on issues that regards uh, human resource and how it can be optimized in the workplace. Today with me, I have my beloved partner and wife, Zipora. Uh, Kuria, she is the managing um, partner at Aurum Consultants. And we have Pauline Muhia, the executive director of, uh, of Amro Insurance Brokers. Ladies, probably you could introduce yourself a bit more. Okay, we can go yeah, we can start with the guest. Pauline, please tell us more about yourself. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today. As Tony said, I'm Pauline Mwehia, Executive Director, Amro Insurance Brokers. We are risk consultants. We do insurance business. We've been in business for quite a number of years, 23 years of experience in the industry. Yeah, and today we are having a conversation with Oram Consultants. Let's see how we take care of our customers and take care of ourselves as employers. Thank you, Tony. Welcome, welcome. Thanks, Pauline. Uh, Zippy, probably you can also go ahead and tell us more about yourself. Good morning, all. Uh, thank you for joining us in this podcast. My name is Zephora Kuria, uh, Managing Partner at Oram Consultants. Uh, I love Matters HR. And thank you, Pauline, for joining us today. All right, so, so thank you very much, uh, ladies. Indeed, this is a very exciting uh, topic to discuss. Exciting because uh, there are many of our viewers who probably want to understand uh, as entrepreneurs and even as, as employees, how do we handle the risk that come with you know, hiring staff? Or if you are an employee, how does my employer view me in terms of the areas that probably they see as risk probably will touch you start with using Cora. give us a brief you know a brief on the employer employee relationship thank you anthony i think to start first let's say if you pop up to note that uh, any business cannot survive without employees mm. we have good products we have good services to offer but it's important for us to understand as employers we need people. So that is the first thing that we need to be aware of. As an employer, when I engage an employee, then I need to understand that I'm forming a formal relationship with someone else. Now, how that relationship turns out is purely dependent on my action and the employee's actions as well, and decisions that we make along the way. The other thing that I would say about employer-employee relationship is important for us to also realize as employers, employees are an asset. Mm -hmm. And I cannot stress this, uh, you know, better than the words. Because if we don't value our own employees, then they will not be able to represent our product, our services. Well. So it's important for us to have this relationship knowing that it's a multiple relationship. So, you need you as an employee, you need me as an employer. So, how do we manage this relationship while we are working together? Awesome, awesome. The word there is formal relationship. So, if it is formal, it means that it has to be documented, contracts put in place, 
uh, where both the employer and the employee clearly understand their roles and responsibilities. Now, the second question, what are some of the risks employers pose to an employer? Uh, sorry, let me repeat that again. Some of the risks employees pose to an employer. Let me start by saying, with any relationship, there is an aspect of it. Even when you are having a relationship with friends, there's an aspect of it. Mm. So you have to evaluate and know what are the risks uh, in this relationship you're getting into. Mm -hmm. So in terms of having employees, uh, one of the greatest risks we have is litigation. Mm -hmm. uh, again, because of how we manage the relationship, mm -hmm. it will very highly dictate whether we end up having litigation issues with our employees. Mm -hmm. So litigation is one of the major risks employers mm -hmm. are aware of. Okay. The other risk having the wrong employee in the right position oh. okay mm -hmm. so we create jobs but how do we hire these employees how do we place our employees to do the job we expect them to do are yes. they the right fit for that uh, mm -hmm. position yes. so that could be another risk because if they don't know what they are doing mm -hmm. then they might uh, do things that would actually cause organization in a, in a major risk the other risk uh, would be when you as an uh, entrepreneur you don't understand your own brand mm -hmm. then you you don't actually help your employees understand the brand mm -hmm. so if an employee does not understand your brand well mm -hmm. then becomes a risk for you because you have to remember that they are your presentation oh, so your employees also need to understand what is it that you're doing okay. and the other risk i would say is um leadership failure oh. if as a leader you fail then it trickles down to your employees and employees will only be able to do as good as you do it. So if you don't do things right, then you don't expect employees to do things right. And that poses a risk for you as an employer. All right, that's a very good analysis mm -hmm. that risks the, that employers uh, face uh, when they're engaging employees. There's something you say there, the first one, litigation. Mm -hmm. Litigation may involve things like uh, not getting the necessary statutory labor uh, protocols in place. Okay. We are talking about issues to do with uh, uh, WIBA, for example. Yeah. We are talking about things like NSSF, you know, NHIF, even you know, things to do with uh, their welfare, you know, as benefits. And that is where now we want to engage our risk manager, Pauline. Now, Pauline, from your perspective as a, as uh, as an insurance broker, what are some of the risks that could be beyond the control of the employer? You know, things that they need to 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 look for somebody else to manage. Would you probably give us a few? Okay. Now, as an employer, you are charged with the people that you have employed. Mm -hmm. not only to empower them but also to protect them mm -hmm. the government has come up with systems that helps employers take care of their employees mm -hmm. and also cushion themselves mm -hmm. and that is something that has uh, been accepted by the big corporations but the small mm -hmm. businesses are still staying a distance they're still taking time mm -hmm. now the government has protected the person of Kenya by a, a putting a statutory requirement that WIBA, which is Work Injury Benefits Act, should be taken by every employer. Now, yes. what is 
work injury benefits act you have employed mm. your people maybe you're running a school you're running a restaurant or you're employing people you have people at a construction site mm. all these people are under you now mm. what happens if these people get injured mm. sometimes injuries cause death mm. as an employer the best you can do is embrace the insurance called WIBA mm. to protect yourself because from experience what i have seen is that an employer will be injured or even die and then after a year or two years you get summons mm -hmm. you're summoned to court mm -hmm. and you're sued mm -hmm. now that you did not insurance is a is a is a is very important because it helps you transfer risk Mm -hmm. Now that you did not transfer that risk to an insurance company when you're mm -hmm. sued and the courts decide you're supposed to pay one million, two million, it can be whatever amount of money. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it stops you from going on. Yes. So the WIPA policy that has been put in place by the government. Is, is supposed to be embraced by every employer whether you have five employees whether you have a hundred employees it is important to transfer that risk you will realize that you end up paying very little premium yes. but when, I remember, when when last a few years ago i paid a debt of about 18 million now can you imagine being being uh, served with such a court you're supposed to pay 18 million Yes, that's when the, premium, when the premiums you should have paid to transfer that risk would be below a hundred thousand. So the other thing I know that happens is that an employee would be injured, and the employer had taken a WIBA policy, but the employee feels no, I'm not properly compensated. Mm -hmm. So they will go to court and sue you mm -hmm. again. So yes. what we do in this case. And, and ZP put it very well, litigation is a risk that we are all exposed to as uh, employers. Mm -hmm. So how do we ensure that even if you have a WIPA policy mm -hmm. and the employer feels I'm not fully, I'm not properly compensated, how do I take care of that? So then mm -hmm. we extend your WIPA policy and give you an, uh, an employer's liability cover. Mm -hmm. That's that we go to court, Mm. You come back to us and we take mm. care of it. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Awesome. Awesome. That's a very important point that we are hearing. That the basic minimum that the government requires all employers to put in place is WIBA cover. That is the Workman's Injury Benefits Act. I mean, it's, it's acro the acronym comes as WIBA. Mm. And then Paulina has also told us clearly that. In addition to WIBA, within the WIBA Act, within the WIBA insurance cover, there is something called employer's liability cover, where if an employee, even after getting the disbursement for WIBA, still feels that the employer should pay more, that they can take the employer to court because they probably feel they were not covered well enough, then that litigation risk can be offset to an insurance company in the same package with WIPA as employer's liability cover. 
now that's very good uh, pauline now there's another question now i'll ask on top of that just just in relation to what you've just said mm-hmm. how are employ are employees covered all the time when they are working or they are covered or are they covered even when they are at home or on transit to work or from work very good question tony now the WIBA policy again we said is a statutory requirement sure. it will cover an employee sorry okay. it will cover it will cover an employee from eight yes. to five uh-huh. or if it's a hotel or industry where they work at night as long as the employee is at work then they are covered mm-hmm. but as employers and uh, and, and really I want to believe all employers really care about their 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 staff. Yes. We 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 extend it to be a 24-hour cover and call it with yes. a plus, meaning we bring in the aspect of group personal accident. Mm-hmm. Meaning that this person is covered, this employee of yours is covered when they are at work, when they are on their way home, and when mm-hmm. they are in their in their houses. Mm-hmm. 24-7. 365 days in a year. Even yeah. when they are on holiday in Mombasa, when, wherever they are, you have taken care of them. All right. Yes. All right. This, this, yeah. this, allow me to say this, uh, Tony. Yes. Um, when even, even us as employers, yes. We cover ourselves within that policy. Mm-hmm. Right? It's mm-hmm. not only meant for employees. And I'll tell you why it is important. Many of us own private vehicles. Mm-hmm. Okay? We own private vehicles. This vehicle covers my vehicle fully, comprehensive, whether it is due to theft, whether it is becomes a write-off, we are very well covered. Sure. And I will cover the third person, that third party, mm-hmm. my neighbor, a stranger, when yeah. I carry my car. But do you know, my children, my husband, my wife is not covered in that car. So it is important that we all embrace the personal accidents. Yes. Even as as owners of vehicles. Yes, yes, yes. Because if there's an accident and I'm carrying my four children, I have not taken care of that aspect, Mm -hmm. then they're still exposed. Yes. So as we take care of our our our, um, our employees 24 hours by giving them the week of class please let's yeah. take care of our children the people that we love the people who make us wake up every morning yes. by giving them a simple personal accident cup yeah. awesome yeah. awesome awesome wow pauline you have hit the nail on the head yeah. if you're listening to us uh this podcast and you are prudent enough to have taken a weeper even probably WIPA plus cover for your employees. Remember, your company is your employer. And within that WIPA, I hope you have put yourself both for the WIPA and for the uh, GPA, the general personal accident. It comes as a rider to the WIPA cover. And it makes sure that you as the employer are also insured. Now, there's something, a question, Pauline, before I go to the next one that I just want to clarify. So that our listeners will understand better they will ask themselves isn't that an extra cost that if Weber is costing me say fifty thousand, i have to cost cough another fifty thousand to add on top of this could you probably clarify to us 
what that WIPA plus GPA, how how is quantified by the insurance industry? Um, the WIPA, uh, the GPA, actually, yes. which makes it the GPA aspect of WIPA is what makes it a WIPA plus. Yes. And it is just a loading. Let's assume that the premium due when you take in consideration how much you're paying your employees and um, the premium we calculate, let's say it comes to a hundred thousand. Yes. We will load 25% of a hundred thousand. Yes. So that we cover you for the, for the, for the GP. Okay. So really it will not equal to the WIPA premium. Okay. It's a load on the WIPA premium. And All maybe right. Tony, Tony, uh, before we before I go, it's important yes. to know what really is covered under the WIPA policy. Mm-hmm. Your employees will be covered for temporary total disability, mm-hmm. permanent total disability. If I am working and I fall and I break my back and I'm permanently, you know, um, injured, I cannot work. Mm-hmm. Compensation is equal to the death cover, which is mm. eight years mm-hmm. of the salary. Wow. Wow. So really what you're doing as an employee is empowering the families of your employee. What you're doing as an employer, sorry, is empowering your employees yes. to continue feeding their families, yes. even when they focus. Anthony, if you allow to, me to comment uh, yes. on uh, the issue of WIPA, and mm. it's good for our audience to actually understand this if you're an employer, mm. because I have experienced this uh, firsthand mm. where you find employers have lost an employee, and of course, the family has come knocking. Mm-hmm. and they want to know uh, what insurance did you have in place mm-hmm. and actually uh, why it becomes a legal litigation for you is because if the family realizes uh, you do not have any insurance cover mm-hmm. then they start making demands mm-hmm. and of course that actually puts in a very precarious situation if you do not have that cover in the first place yes. and again when you have a, a WIBA policy in place to mitigate uh, the litigation risk in the first place mm-hmm. you have to understand um you're safeguarding your employee and your employee will feel safer Mm. because again also the law is very clear on the workplace safety so you're safeguarding your employee and the employee Mm. is feeling comfortable actually having to work within your premises Mm. or wherever you send them to work Mm. knowing that in the event something happens to me Mm. then i am covered Mm. on the other hand if you take a weber class it's a it's a motivation to the employee it's a benefit it's an added benefit yes the weber class might not be um uh a requirement by the government yes. but it's an added advantage mm-hmm. to the employee because they know this is a benefit my employee is giving to me because mm-hmm. they care about me mm-hmm. not just because i'm at the workplace but even outside the work environment so for our listeners i think this is very critical it's very important to yes. know number one this is a statutory requirement but number two mm-hmm. it safeguards you against unnecessary education yes yeah. awesome awesome so out there if you're listening remember the issue is you're first of all meeting the government requirements that have been put in place to meet the minimum standards of employing people and then going over and above and adding a benefit you know to them uh, to the employees 
Now, uh, Pauline, apart from Weber and Weber Plus and GPA, what other risks do, from an insurance perspective, do employers face? And what are the other options that are available? You know, other policies and, um, and uh, policies available for them to take to mitigate those risks. Um, I will start uh, by saying again, Weber. Weber. I'm going back to Weber because it's yes. a work injury. It is. It is accidental injury, accidental death. Mm. But the risks that our employees face are way beyond just injuries. Mm. They are also exposed to uh, ailments. They are. They are exposed to. We are human beings. We get sick. We're going through mm. COVID. Mm-hmm. So when your employees yes. are well, yes. how do we run our company? So that is a risk for for employers. Yes. And I am I, 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 I think we can as employers we can mitigate by giving them a simple medical insurance cover. Uh-huh. Because when uh-huh. I fall sick, I need to go to the hospital, meaning I need mm-hmm. time out. Yes. Meaning I need money to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Harambe time is um, comes when I am admitted or I need to go to India. Yeah. <laughs> but what if I need a, 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 an MRI? I need just mm-hmm. to consult. Yes. This money will still come back to the employer. What do we do? How can we help this person? Mm-hmm. But if you put in a medical insurance cover, a simple one just for your employees, I think and as an employer, you will yeah. have... Um, encourage these people, like ZP says, you motivate them. Yes, yes. Uh, and then you'll give them, you'll give them time to heal faster and come back. Yes, yes. yes. Thank you, thank you. So, from an from an employer's um, point of view, we do have Weber, Weber Plus, and then we have Medical. Those are some of the risks that the employers can take can are faced with when hiring employees. However. There was a time we were discussing with Zippy, and probably Pauline, you could also come into the, the picture about this. I remember discussing something to do with uh, fiduciary issues. For example, if you are an employer, you have uh, a certain department that deals with cash. Say you are a cash-heavy business, and you have people paying in money, paying out money, or you have an employee who takes money to the bank, lots of you know, box and all that. I remember we discussed something to do with the, is it called fidelity guarantee or yes, something? Yes, fidelity guarantee. Yes, fidelity guarantee because that's also another risk that employee employers face when they're having employees who are handling money. Probably briefly, you could tell us more about fidelity guarantee. So you have you have employees, you're handling cash. I'll give you a case scenario. I have a client who runs a bakery. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, he takes bread from Machakos to Nyeri to Nyahururu to, I mean, so he has salespeople who will have all these ideas about our team is not working. Yes. <laughs> we need to cash. We have yeah. very interesting employees. Yes. So we've had a challenge with somebody's paid 200,000 yes. and takes off. takes off with it. Uh-huh. So those are some of the risks that you're talking about fiduciary. And that is how fidelity guarantee insurance mm-hmm. policy comes in. 
So you pay a little premium. Again, transfer your risk, that risk, to an yes. underwriter mm-hmm. who will now carry the risk. If your mm-hmm. employee, so Tony will be saying, if your employee is is going to take off with two hundred thousand, mm-hmm. you have paid very little premium, mm-hmm. and you will claim when mm-hmm. they take off with that. Mm-hmm. So you, you 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 don't get to lose your capital. You don't get to lose your you know your sales. Mm-hmm. And that is mm-hmm. how very guarantee insurance. Yes. You know mitigates employers' risk. Mm. Awesome, 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 awesome. Now, as you can hear, uh, there are solutions out there for you, entrepreneurs, business people. If you are hiring, if you're in a cash-heavy business that has that requires you to have an employee running out there, you know, you go and do collections or they are selling, like the way Paulina said about a bakery, you're distributing across the country, and you have inevitably, whether you like it or not, you will have your employees handling money, whether it is in cash form, whether it is in checks form, whether it is in uh, you know mobile money, and somehow you there is a place where you have to trust the employee to handle the money on your behalf. But then, unfortunately, we have, we have not yet translated to become angels, we are still human beings. And that employee can decide, I will pinch something from here. I am so pressed, salary day is far off, I need to do ABCD. And they might be tempted to pinch off a big amount and disappear with it and leave you uh, exposed. So as an employer, fidelity guarantee is something that you can talk to Pauline about. Her email address uh, is, is running on the bottom of our screen. Kindly, if you'd like to know more about fidelity guarantee, about WIPA, about medical, and there are many other uh, policies, Pauline, that people can put for their employees. There are things like group life, uh, there are, yes. you know, put a retirement scheme for your staff. Yes. Uh, yeah, because somebody dies, because let me tell you something, employers, if somebody passes on and they're working for you, and they've probably worked for 15, 20 years, and uh, they did not die because of an accident. I mean, they just passed on. Weber does not cover passing on naturally. So, if you have a group life cover, you know, that you take and then you renew every year. So, this group life cover will, instead of you having to come from your coffers to give money to the dependents because their breadwinner has gone, if you are discerning enough, you could take also a group life cover. Uh, is in that the case, Pauline? Probably you could tell us more about group life. That is very true, Tony. You put it very well. The WIPA yes. policy takes care of accidental death. But mm. what happens if I fall sick mm. and I die? Yes. Or I just wake up one minute and I am gone? Yeah. You know, so medical insurance, WIPA does not come in. So what mm-hmm. comes into place? The life policy. Mm-hmm. You know, the life yeah. policy, again, you will be surprised at the kind of premiums you're paying. You'll mm-hmm. be very surprised. Mm-hmm. Insurance is uh, it's very expensive. You only mm-hmm. need to talk to us. We'll show you how manageable mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. It's uh, something that I think is worth. Again, we as employers, we are called to be stewards. Mm-hmm. How are we taking care of that what God, that God has given us charge of over? Yes. Mm-hmm. Employees, um, taking care of them is ensuring continuity. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
your member dies, you're still feeding that family. Exactly. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think and jumping uh, to that, Paulina, on the issue of uh, us taking care of our employees, mm. you know, as an employee, I'll be very comfortable knowing that my employer cares about my well-being. And I think we need to go yes. back thinking about uh, why would I even want to really spend money and take um, any mitigations to cover my employees. Mm-hmm. Think about it. If you have one of your key employees who is unwell, admitted in the hospital for a while, number one, it will affect you as a business. And if you're a human yes. being, you will have emotions towards yes. it. And you naturally want to do mm-hmm. something. Yes. So if you have not cushioned yourself against it, yes. then it becomes very uh, difficult for you. On the other hand, it actually affects your productivity because you have to remember this is a, an employee who was doing a certain job. Yes. They are grounded. You are not able to help them. So because you're not probably mm. able to do anything to help and speed up their recovery, then it stretches longer and you might end up having to recruit someone to replace or hold forth when they are away. And it, it affects your productivity. So what happens actually your bottom line starts to go down while it shouldn't actually be going down if you have put the necessary measures in place. So again, it comes down to how do we take care of our employees for us to be able to, to get the best out of them, okay? Uh, because uh, again, like I said, um, there are many risks and I'm sure we cannot cover all this risk uh, in this one sitting. I mean, there are occupational risks, for example, mm-hmm. you know, the law requires us actually to do audit annually uh, mm-hmm. about occupations and all that and the occupational risks that are come with it. The law requires us actually to file audit reports in the Ministry of Labor. But most of us either don't know or we don't practice those things until we have a situation in place, then we have to start thinking about what we do. So it's important for us as employers to start thinking about how do we put uh, the foundation, how do we start putting uh, the pillars in place so that our businesses can be able to thrive properly, our employees can feel uh, at home, yes. they can feel as part of the family when they are working for us. Yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. I am loving this uh, discussion. Uh, I want to talk to employ- employers out there. You may be listening to Pauline and Zipora and I am wondering, oh, these are more and more burdens that are being heaped upon me. Remember, we started the conversation by saying your employer, your employees are your biggest assets. Whether you are a service in, in the service industry, whether you are a manufacturer, whether you are a retailer, whatever business you're doing, until the day somebody comes up with uh, robots, robots to, to, to do deliveries, robots to drive your vehicles, robots to, to in the, in a fully automated uh, machinery plant, you will need them. And it is these people, if you treat them as assets, as partners, you will reap the uh, very big benefits. And uh, the price to pay for meeting the government statutory requirements and for you know employee safety, making your environment also. That's something we also, we also need probably to discuss briefly. Uh, probably Zipora, you can, before I go to Pauline, probably you can tell us briefly uh how the environment that the workplace environment how it can contribute to employees probably can tell us i think let me start by saying uh one of the things that we need to be very uh aware about is uh, 
employee relations. Mm-hmm. And employee relations is very wrong. Mm-hmm. What parameters do we put in place to ensure there's good employee relations? Because mm-hmm. it's when those relations go south that we end up with uh, litigation issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked a lot about waiver, uh, which is a statutory requirement. Mm-hmm. But again, you find it's a risk when an employee gets uh, injured at the work environment. Mm-hmm. When you look at um, our relation in terms of uh, as an employer honoring the contractual mm-hmm. agreement, how we can do that. Okay? Mm-hmm. When it comes to documentation, mm-hmm. in terms of how I'm handling my documentation in relation to my employee, how am I handling that? Mm-hmm. When it comes to disciplinary issues, yes. what processes have I put in place and what processes am I uh, following yes. uh, to discipline my employee? Mm-hmm. If it to, I need to let my employee go, then what is the process, what is the procedure of letting my employee go? Mm-hmm. A lot of us wake up today morning and I don't like your face and I'm thinking we need to get out of my place. So what we don't realize is we need to have a very justifiable reason mm-hmm. for you to actually terminate my services. Yes. As an employee, I am... Um, I have a right to a fair hearing. Mm-hmm. I have a right to know why am I being terminated. Mm-hmm. So as an employer, you can't just wake up and decide, you know what, I'm not interested in this relationship anymore, I'm working out. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to follow the given guidelines. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you find yourself in this uh, web of litigation. Uh-huh. Awesome. Today we are learning a lot. Thank you, Regina, for the, in the comment section that you are learning. Indeed, most of us are learning. I'm sure even uh, uh, our guest will say she has learned one or two things about yeah. uh, employee relations and stuff. And we have learned too about uh, about uh, the risks that involve employees. Now, Pauline, uh, um, as, as we come to the end of this podcast, um, mm-hmm. I've just remembered as we were talking, there are, you know, <laughs> there are other risks that, you know, if your company is sizable, that you could also want to discuss with your broker. There is something I remember hearing, uh, because I was also trained a bit in insurance, called directors and officers insurance, something like that. Probably for those who are investors who have employed uh, managers, directors, to, to run the business on their behalf, could you probably hint what is uh, directors and officers insurance? Again, this brings us to litigation. Mm-hmm. Okay, where yeah. you make a, a, a director's decision, your managers make a decision that mm. goes south. Mm. How do you ensure that the decision, the information I'm giving you, mm-hmm. Tony, or the advice, when we do risk analysis, when we come and look at you, what are your risk factors? We give you a risk analysis and we give you different ways that you can mitigate mm. for, for for big corporations like uh, the oil industry yes. like the, the power industry you may give some advice and give some information that um, really works against yes. even as much as you're an um, um, you're a you're a professional what yes. how do you ensure that i as the expert in the insurance field, I'm also taking care of myself. The wow. managers that I have mm. employed, yes. I'm also taking care of myself. Uh-huh. So that is where the the directors, you know, uh, policy comes in. 
Mm-hmm. Where we are telling the handwriter, yes, I know I can make a mistake, so take this risk. I'm trying again. I'm transferring my 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 exposure to you. Mm-hmm. So that wow. is so that if I am sued by a company that I gave advice, mm-hmm. then the the officers in my in my employment and myself as a director have a place to run to. Uh, so awesome. insurance takes care of. Um, I, I say insurance takes care of things that many of us don't know. Yeah. Uh, Tony, I will tell you as an as a as a brokerage firm, we we take an insurance called um, professional indemnity cover. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we are professional. Yes. But we need to take care of you as our customers. Yes. What if we fail you? Where will you run? Our policy comes in and takes care of your interest. I think even when you're in our hands, we have also protected yeah. you by taking insurance on your behalf. So awesome. as employers, yes. Yes, awesome, awesome. Now we are hearing, we are hearing those of you who are um, like Zippy and I in our consultants, Amro. Uh, insurance uh, brokers, those of you who run professional consultancies or in a place where you're providing advisory advisory service to, to your clients or probably, uh, you know, uh, your directors, even if you're in a service industry, you're in, in a manufacturing field and your directors gave advice that turned south and you are sued. In your, prof- in your personal capacity and in a professional capacity out there, you, these are risks that, as an employer and employee, you are exposed to. Because remember, the risks are not just about the employee. Even you, as an employer, there are certain risks that you're involved in when you are carrying out your duties as a director, as an entrepreneur, as a as a consultant. So you need to take care. Of, uh, you need to take care of yourself so that you are covered in all areas. Well, today we've Hi. had a very. Today we've had a very. Um, and can I say something before we go, Tony? Yes. Yes, go ahead. There's one policy. There's one policy that is, uh, I think we should not go without having mentioned. It is called the public liability policy. Mm. The public liability policy says that if I am running a school, if I am in a construction site, Mm-hmm. The people, the strangers, a passerby who is coming yes. in and passing through my premises yes. could get hurt. Yes. And will sue me. Yes. Let's imagine I'm running a construction site yes. and I am passing in a stone falls. And I know you have written there, beware, stay away. We are Kenyans. We will still come and pass where you have said, please don't come here. Yes. So I will still get hurt and mm-hmm. I will still sue you. So mm-hmm. how do you take care of ensure that that stranger, that child is taken care of is by taking out a public liability policy, meaning you have taken care of the public. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. transferred that risk. Whether mm-hmm. it's death, whether it's injury, whether this person needs to get to the hospital. Yes. And you'll be surprised. Somebody may come to your school or even to your house. Yes. I'm not saying take insurance, public liability for your house, but I could be passing and one of your people is washing the floor and I fall. Mm-hmm. And yeah. break my leg or hand or back. So how mm-hmm. do I ensure 
Yes. That I have taken care of that person, and the yes. risk is now not mine, mm-hmm. but is the underwriter. Mm. So the public liability policy is also very important, depending on what you're doing. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Keep sending us your comments on uh, this live post as we come to an end. We want to tell you out there that uh, yes, the risks are there. You will be very surprised. The risks involved in just being alive, forget about even being in business, are so many. But the key is not to eliminate them. The key is to manage and you know and transfer the risks to someone else. And especially the one you've just mentioned. I'm imagining those of us who are running, say, a salon. Those of us who probably out there, you are a retailer, you're, you have your a small supermarket or even a big supermarket. The public liability risk is, is, is something that you will, you're, you know, you're handling every day beyond your employees, the, your customers who are working in or into your premises. If something was to happen to them there, even if it's something out of your control, you never know. A fire burst, you know, burning, and and, and 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 people got injured, and they will, they might get a clever lawyer who will come and sue you and say that you know you did not take care of ABCD. So because of all that, and it's very surprising, Pauline, the way you've put it, all these uh, uh, all these uh, risk 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 covering issues, the premium you pay is very small compared to the risk that you're transferring. Yeah. So uh, uh, so if you are listening to us, remember. Uh, employee employee risks are there. You've got to face them. Just like in life, when you're driving a motor vehicle, you're enjoying your car as a director, as an individual. Your car has a risk to third parties, but it also has a risk to you. So getting injured, and you, your family, your children, your wife, your spouse, if they get injured, you are exposed. So if you have any more questions you'd like to know more about um, employee liability, uh, our email address and our and our contacts are, are at the bottom of the screen. You can get in touch with us at our consultants. If you want to know more about the insurable risks, you can get in touch with Pauline at Amro W at Amro the CEO of KE. And learn more how you as an employer can take care of yourself as you take care of yourself. Well, today uh, we've learned a lot. As we come to the end of this podcast, would you like to say something about the first? Um, to our viewers, I think uh, we've uh, talked a lot about uh, the racing world uh, by engaging employees. Um, we talked about uh, some of the solutions we have. And what I would add on, on uh, again, some of the groups uh, that are probably not insurable, like uh, having the right people in the right place. As an employer, choose to hire right, choose to have the right person in the right position. Uh, on the other hand, as a leader, ensure that you're leading from the top. Ensure that you are doing the right thing and expecting your employees to do what you do. Uh, you know, employees will not follow uh, you if you're doing uh, the wrong thing. Or they will follow you and do the wrong thing. So the outcome is entirely dependent on you as a leader. So as a leader, you need to uh, that. And the other thing, of course, is um, Help your employees understand uh, your value in the first place. Yes. Help them understand what it is that they are expected to do on a basis. So that again, you can minimize on this. Mm. And finally, I would say build loyalty with your employees. 
okay? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of ways you can build loyalty with your employees for them to feel I belong, mm-hmm. yeah? So once they, they know we belong, then they start becoming loyal to So there's a lot of solutions uh, that are available for you as an employer. So if you need any support, you need any help, uh, reach out to us on the contact provided and we'll be very happy to help you navigate this policy. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Pauline, what are your closing remarks? Um, my closing remarks is um, employers, by taking care of your employees, you're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. By taking care of your employees, you're empowering your business, you're ensuring the continuity of your business. So let's take care of our employees. Let's let's look at how can we empower power these people that really put in their sweat, they put in their time to help drive your dream. Mm. So let us take care by taking care of them. You're taking mm. care of yourself, and you're also, um, you know, serving their families. Mm. So if you need further information just maybe to understand figures we are at sienda house second floor yes you're very very welcome we have very able officers willing to listen to you please yes. visit us or give us right. a call thank you thank you pauline vidic tilapia thank you for your comments we really appreciate them knowledge is, is key so with those many few remarks we come to the end of our podcast Take care of yourselves. If you're an employer, no matter how small, remember you can handle risks that come with employees by taking the appropriate steps. Thank you very much. Have a nice weekend. Thank you.